0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. What a God we're serving. I, uh, I made a statement a little bit ago to the pastor and I believe Brother Odo. I, <clears throat> I didn't really mean it like it came out. I'll get in trouble for talking sometimes when I ought to be listening. Okay, never mind. But that comes with age, I suppose. I'm 66, in case you're wondering. I look 46. And I preach like I'm 26. So we're good. We're good. We're good. But I made a statement that I hated Houston. Well, I don't really mean that like that. I just, let me, let me rephrase that. I, I don't like driving around in this place because I'm from a town of like 3,000 people. And you can be anywhere in like three or four minutes. And when I, you get here and you walk out of the motel, you can't see nothing but everything. But you don't know where you're going to go. And so if you don't know where you're going, don't go pastor told me three times yesterday how to get to the church, showed me how to get here, and then I had to call him this morning and ask him again. So just to make sure, because I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma a few years ago, and that's a big place. And I left on Sunday morning, head to the church, only I was heading in the opposite direction. So dear Lord, help us. Thank God for cell phones and stuff. Glad to be here took me 66 years to get here. So I'm going to make up for lost time. Thank you, Brother Hughes. Good to see all of you. God bless you. I want to turn to Mark chapter 11. People, when they get older, like some of you, they have issues finding their way around, I suppose. And, but there was, a, there was an older gentleman and his wife traveling. They came through Texas. And I'm from Texas, Carthage. Carthage, my hometown. So y'all can, you're safe. And they came through Nacogdoches and somehow wound around and came over into Louisiana. they wound up in a place called Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. And they were arguing about how to pronounce it. Of course, the female's always right, but the man wouldn't give it up. So they stopped at a restaurant and went in, and they were ordering coffee or something, and the, and the gentleman just couldn't let it go. And he looked at the young man that was working for minimum wage behind the counter, and he said, young man, I want you to tell my wife where we are and he kind of smiled and smirked and the little guy not knowing what in the world the guy wanted he just he went he said i want you to say it really slow so she'll get it and the little guy looked at the woman and said burger king I'm going to tell you something. That's funny. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Praise God. Mark chapter 11 and verse 11. I'm taking a lot of preliminaries because I'll be done in about 15 minutes. So everybody say, Praise the Lord. Mark 11 and chapter 11. If you have it, say, I have it. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked around about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve, verse 15. And they come to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers. And the seats of them that sold doves would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple, and he talked, saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And the scribes and Pharisees chief priests and heard it, and sought how they might destroy him for they feared him because all the people was astonished at his doctrine and when even was come he went out of the city praise God praise God I turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you showed up this morning now I promise you tonight if I know that a lot of people like to stay home at night because they have to get up early, but I don't know what God will do tonight. But I promise you, I won't be lengthy. So if you'll show up, if you'll show up, we'll have church and still get out before the restaurants close at midnight. Praise God. God bless you. Uh, you can be seated, but you gotta you gotta start listening. If you'll if you'll listen fast, I'll preach fast. The ungodly and fakes of this world will always desire to destroy or try to destroy that which is real. Jesus was not of the Levitical priesthood. He could not go into the inner court. But after going into the temple a few times, he realized there was a deficiency in the inner court. There was a... Look, y'all didn't hear no preaching like this at where y'all just came from, so y'all can... <laughs> he realized that there was a deficiency in the religious hierarchy of that day allowing people with their struggles and their burdens and their and their loads to enter and pass through the outer courts some churches that you could go to today will allow you to just pass through. But when you come into the real church and you touch Jesus and you feel Him in all of His fullness and then deliverance comes to you, you'll never be the same. Verse 16 says that he would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. The high priests were allowing people because of the Largeness of the perimeter and they were allowing them to take shortcuts through the temple area and they would come through a gate and go through another gate instead of going around the perimeter of the temple area. Because of the immensity of the temple area, you could carry your load in one side and you could carry it out the other. But Jesus decided to give an object lesson to the church. And to everybody that's in this sanctuary this morning, you may carry it in, but you don't have to carry it out. Revival in the last days of which we are a part this morning is to bring deliverance to people and allow people to know that you're in a climate and an atmosphere of deliverance in this place. It's not just a church house. It's not just a building. It is a place where you can come and feel compassion. You can feel mercy. You can feel loved. You can feel Jesus Christ in that place. And the revivals that I've been feeling in the last few months of time or to bring deliverance and a climate into sanctuaries where the hurting people of our generation can walk in and they can know I am in the presence of Almighty God. I was praying in in the in the motel room this morning and I began to weep and and I went down and I I had a little breakfast and I came back to the room and I was praying and and I saw the, the television, they got like 10 of them on the wall and, and every one of them was talking about in 24 hours they've had two massive shootings, one in Texas and El Paso and one in, I believe, Dayton, Ohio and people killed, senseless killings and I be, I'm telling you. I'm an evangelist, but listen to me. I began to weep and I said, God, this this generation we we're part of needs to feel the presence of God and they need to know. Come on, young'ins, help me out. They need to realize that they don't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. Jesus is here today. Jesus is here right now. Walking up and down the aisles and the chairs of the sanctuary and Jesus wants to touch every man, woman and child in this sanctuary today and I came to tell somebody this morning you might have walked in with your baggage you might have walked in with your with your bondage you might have walked in with your with the things in your life hindering you but God's here today and this church is here this morning to let you know that we're praying for you right now and you can walk out being delivered of all the things Come on, I'm not trying to tell you that you can walk out and God will solve every little bitty problem you got. But if you need deliverance today, if you need salvation today, if you need healing in your body today, Jesus Christ can do the job in the next 30 minutes. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I don't tell a lot of stories. I know I'm an evangelist, but I, I usually stick with a book pretty close. But, you know, some evan—I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to be critical. You know, some some preachers. I guess not in our ranks, but I, I heard that they were some of them were you know like skyscraper sermons. You know. Twenty stories, and I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but several years back, in fact, many years back, I I was, I I got the Holy Ghost 45 years ago last February in a little town called Hainville, Louisiana, and one Sunday morning, we were just starting church around 10 o'clock we had Sunday school. We didn't have church on Sunday morning. We had Sunday school classes, and then then we had church that night. But on this Sunday morning, it was going to be a little different because there was a man in in the Hainesville area that we didn't know, and he got up that morning, and his life was a wreck. It, it was a mess, and he was an alcoholic. We learned later, and His wife was ready to leave him. His children despised him. And he was just in a mess. He got up one Sunday morning and he decided, I'm going to go to church. Hadn't been to church in 30 years, but I'm going to go to church this morning. He said, because I need to find some help. He said, I got to have help. And so he. He got up that morning and decided, I'm going to go to the church I was raised in, and not realizing that the church he was raised in had changed over the years, and they weren't quite what they had been way, way back, and and the man got up, and he said, I'm going to go to the church I was raised in, and so he he, he came down 79, turned left on High, on Main Street in Hainesville, he drew right past Piggly Wiggly's to Old Town Road, and he turned left, and he drove right past the right past the, the the Pentecostal church on the right, and he went right in the old building, and and drove down about three more blocks, and and, and there was a church there on the right, the one he was raised in, and uh, he got out, and he didn't realize they started at 9:45, and they were out at 10:20, and so he got out of the car, and he went he went in around 10:05, and walked in, he sat on the back seat, and and he told this story later and he said i sat down and i and i i listened to the 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 teaching that morning and and when it was all over there wasn't an altar call or anything i just so the man got up and at, and walked up to the front and he said he said pastor he said i need help he said i i'm in a mess my life's a wreck, and I need help. And, and the preacher said, so, okay, so what do you want me to do? And he said, well, I need God. And he said, and he turned around his story. He turned the, the preacher turned around to the communion table and picked up a card and handed it to him and said, okay, i tell you what you do. He said, you fill this out. And you give it to one of our trustees and and we'll discuss you becoming a member of our church. And the man with tears in his eyes looked at the card and he looked at that preacher and he said, you don't understand. He said, I came looking for God and this is all I get. He said, well, what do you want me to do, sir? He said, I need deliverance. I need help and he said oh okay you need you need deliverance he said well i'll tell you what you do he said you go back and get in your car and go back up toward town he said and there's a little there's another church right on about 3 blocks up he said i hear that they dabble in that deliverance business and the man Shook his head and looked at that preacher, and turned around and walked out, got in his car, and turned back up on Old Town Road, headed back into town and he going okay i 'm just going to go home He's, and then he thought, and he was almost to the pentecostal church and he and it he, and he, and he, and he went through his mind he said, What have I got to lose? He pulled into the parking lot and parked well they were just getting started. I was there that day, and it was about ten twenty and 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 the pastor was just getting going good and and uh, he was teaching, preaching and on like we do and and he saw the man come in and he finished his lesson about ten forty five and 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 he said I feel impressed I want us to stand this morning and I want us to pray and he said I'm going to open this altar up this morning when he opened the altar up, that gentleman got up from the back pew. He didn't wait around. He got up and walked up to the front of that church. Come on, I'm trying to tell somebody something today. You're in that kind of place today. You're in that kind of place today. And he still had the card in his hand. And he walked up there and... David Hennigan was standing there, and he said, sir, he said, I need help. And and the pastor said, what can I do for you, sir? And he went through his story real quick about how he got up that morning and everything. He still had the card in his hand, and he said, pastor, I went to my church. I grew up in it. This is what they gave me. And he told me to come here, and you, maybe you could help me. He said, sir, if I come to the right place. He said, I need to know, have I come to the right place? And the and pastor looked at him and said, sir, if you've been repenting like you say you have, you've come to the right place. I want you to lift your hands to the Lord because deliverance. Whoa, come on, somebody. Because you're in the place where you need to be right now. He said, throw your hands in the air and began to pray. And the gentleman threw, come on, some I'm opening this altar up right now. He said, Come on, come on, sir. Throw your hands in there and began to pray. And the gentleman began to pray. And God filled him with the Holy Ghost, delivered him from alcohol, delivered him from all the bondages that were in his life. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody today. I'm talking to somebody this morning that needs to get closer to God. You want to get closer to God. And maybe you walked in here today and you've got some baggage you'd like to lay down. Come on, this altar's open. I don't care if you're a member of this church and you need to get closer to God. I don't care if you're a guest today. The power of God is moving in this place. Somebody ought to start moving right about now. Somebody ought to start moving. God filled that man with the Holy Ghost. The next week his wife came with him. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. About a week later, his children showed up. God filled them with the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to tell you today, God can put everything in your life back together if you will just call on him today. Come on, everybody's praying. I don't know hardly anybody in this place, but God is here right now to deliver you from whatever you have. You might have walked in here with it, but you don't have to leave with it. Because you're in a climate of deliverance. You're in an atmosphere of deliverance today. I want you to let God touch you. I want you to allow God to deliver you, touch you, fill you with the Holy Ghost, heal your body, whatever you need, whatever you need. Come on, come on, give it over to God.